Welcome to Cafe Grit. My name is Bethane Campbell, and I am the author of Where the Hell is My Bacon? A book about a corporate team that triumphed over shitty leadership with the help of fried pork. I open Cafe Grit as a place where you can join me in figuring out how to channel your grit and find your voice in the world, whatever that means for you. This is the place to go when you've got the hankering for purpose, the taste for fulfillment, and you're tired of living the rat race. Thanks for stopping in. Cafe Grit is now open for service. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cafe Grit. I'm your host, Beth Ann Campbell. Yes, tis me, the humble, your servant, Beth Ann Campbell. You know what I've been thinking about lately? I've been th- I think about this periodically. I just really want to do a podcast with somebody, somebody who is smart, quick, good conversationalist, funny, witty. And and I know a lot of people like that. I've done podcasts with people like that, but here's here's the qualifier. I want somebody who is not afraid to talk about shit and who is has the time the ability and the commitment to just have a great podcast. I get so tired of doing this thing by myself. I mean, I enjoy it. And when I get passionate, like I've been passionate the last three episodes, I've talked about my layoff. And like right now I'm coming on if this is an unscheduled, unplanned podcast that I'm putting together because I'm, I came across something in my job search today that I want to talk about that I'm passionate about. But most of the time I just miss conversing. I've had a, co- a few, a few, podcasts in the past where I have had a co-host and they've been great, but they've been very focused, right? They've been very focused. I had a paranormal one with paranormal. I can't even speak. I have been off of work now for four weeks here at my house, just my eyes crossing from looking at so many job openings and I've clearly lost the ability to articulate. So I had a couple of podcasts with my husband. This is a decade ago. One of them was a, we used to be paranormal investigators. And so we would, we had a podcast about paranormal investigation. It's called the Go Dark Podcast. It's still out there somewhere in podcast world. And it was great fun, but it was, fo- was focused. We don't do paranormal investigation anymore. Why? Because number one, we are no longer in a position where staying up until three or four o'clock in the morning every weekend is conducive to our lifestyle. Number two, uh, nine tenths of everything that we experienced, in my opinion, this is just Beth talking, was psychological. Fear is a powerful, very, very, very powerful, powerful thing. And you know, we just got kind of disillusioned a little bit, so we don't do that anymore. So we don't. So we have nothing. So we have no no new material to put forth for the paranormal. Where plus it's new, you know, tangenting off a little bit. But when we started. We didn't, or nobody had a, a cameras on their phones. So people were looking for, you know, hey, tell me what this is. Now everybody just wants you to prove that you have a ghost. And it's just crazy. But anyway, that was a podcast that I did with my husband. I did a podcast with a friend of mine where we got a little kind of political and it was great. He was a great co host, but it's a different world right now. And I just don't have the stomach to get super political right now. And then I had a podcast with a friend and it just, you know, there was timing and we just sort of, I think, ran out of material. Again, those were very, very focused. Mine sort of, Cafe Grits sort of open-ended. I do talk a lot about corporate and that therein lies the problem. There are a lot of great people that could be co-hosts or, or guests, but it's hard for people who are still in the corporate world 
still living it to to be able to talk and to be comfortable talking freely. I'm kind of an uh, an anomaly. And even I held back when I was, as you notice, I've been putting out a lot of podcasts lately because now I'm not employed. I don't have any incentive to maybe hold back on the bullshit that I've been experiencing because maybe I fear for, for my job. Well, guess what? The job went away. So even I have um, have been in those uh, positions where I don't want to talk. I, I'm concerned about talking. I'm afraid if I talk about something um, that you know my job will, will become in jeopardy. Even doing this podcast right now could impact future jobs if people listen to it and they just don't like that you know I talk about bad leadership. So I get it, but I really want to do a podcast with somebody who's a really great conversationalist and funny because I have so many good conversations with people off camera and offline. And I just, it would be great to bring those to you. I just, I guess I, I don't see it happening in the cafe grit world because it tends to be very corporate and very um, job oriented most of the time. And outside of that, I, I just don't have the mental energy to think of another focus. But so if anybody thinks of anything, like, well, I don't know, I just, I just think it would be fun. Anyway, um, I'm not here to talk about my woes in finding a someone to do a, a conversational, funny podcast with. I'm going to talk today about PTO, paid time off, or as we call it here in the States, vacation time. Perhaps if you're in the UK, this is holiday, your holiday. That was a really, really horrible, generic British accent. And I apologize to all of my UK friends. But I am going to talk about vacation time today. So what kind of triggered me was, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I have been going nutso looking at all kinds of job openings and trying to figure out, you know, what direction I want to go. And I've talked to some people and it's great. I've got some some awesome network and friends and, and, and family out there, but I'm also looking at the job boards, n- number of them, LinkedIn, Indeed, Flex Jobs, Glassdoor, you name it. I'm I'm looking at all of them. And I came across a a job uh description today, a job posting that caught my eye. And I, I hadn't really been looking at the benefits part of these job descriptions. So LinkedIn is a is a place where I go often. And I have several searches there. So I'll go through and look at, you know, just title wise and with the brief description, does it look like it's something I might be interested in? I'll save it. Then I'll go back later and look at some of the details. Most of the details that I look at are in the the description of the job. As like many women, I get stuck in this. Well, if I'm not 100% qualified, then, you know, I start getting the inner voice starts kicking in. So I probably over... Uh, focus on the description part of it. And I rarely go to the actual benefits part. If I, if it's something that I think, oh my God, this is really, really me, then yes, I'll go to the benefits and see what they're offering. And, and I will tell you that not a lot of companies put a whole lot of detail about their benefits. They might put things like, yes, we offer a 401k, we have generous PTO, and you, we have life insurance available and parental leave, but they don't, they don't give the details. I just was scrolling in jobs that are recommended for me um, based on some LinkedIn algorithm. I don't know what it is. Probably jobs that I've looked at and saved and applied to 
um, plays into it. And a job posting came up and it just happened to catch my eye because it was a vice president position. Now, I will tell you, I have no interest in um, an executive position because I think executive, probably because I think that no one would ever in a million years consider me for a vice president position of anything because it is usually the good old boys club. And, uh, you know, some companies are doing better than others and great, you know, they're doing um, better in diversity inclusion, but usually the diversity of mindset is limited. It's still the same, same old, same old exceptions out there. Yes, but mostly no. So it's never been a desire that I've had. I've really kind of railed against the machine and the the upper management and executives um, in, in my passion area. So but for some reason, it, I just, I, I, maybe I was just scrolling and got shiny coin distracted by something, some porn or no, I'm just kidding that, that porn, but probably my um, dumbass dog chewing on something that she shouldn't be like this morning I bought, I'm going to, I'm traveling next week for a family wedding out of state and I bought some travel items and I made the mistake of putting them within nose range. And this morning I was putting my makeup on and I heard the familiar crunch I knew it wasn't right. I knew it was something wrong. And it was, she had gotten a hold of my um, conditioner, my travel conditioner and my travel baby oil and was chewing on on those. So that was fun. Anyway, I digress. I got distracted by some shiny coin and then went back and I happened to be on the benefits part of this vice president. And this is a vice president position. The pay, the salary is, is like 225K. And I was looking at the benefits, and the first thing that caught my eye was their life insurance was 50K, which I thought, that's really low. And then I saw that they were offering 15 days of PTO, 15 days of vacation time for a year. That's three weeks. Three weeks. That's, that's so low. For, that's like what you would, that's what I would give somebody who just out of college would start at a company. I would give them three weeks to start off like a like a 23-year-old. Is this an anomaly? I don't think so. Here's why. I have a friend who just recently, a few months ago, took a VP position and she had to fight for more than three weeks. And she was she was able to she was able to get it. God bless her soul. She um and rightly so she should have. She I think she should have gotten a couple extra weeks at that level. But three weeks for a VP position, and so I know this is not uh, uh, this is not uh, just some weird anomaly. Now I will say I do see a lot of positions at that level: vice president, director, upper manager. Um, really, uh, you just uh, just positions in general. I do see a fair amount of companies that are offering this what they call unlimited PTO, unlimited vacation, but. Rumor has it, if you do a little uh, research on unlimited PTO, there's a couple things. Number one, usually it has to be approved. And there usually are, even though they don't state it, they say it's unlimited, but there are caps. I mean, you couldn't just go, okay, unlimited means unlimited. That means I'm just going to take vacation, you know, every week for the rest of the year. It doesn't work that way. It has to usually has to be approved by somebody. So therein lies the, the gotcha, right? Yes, it's unlimited, but it has to be approved. And you may or may not get approved. So, uh, and and by the way, uh, with unlimited PTO, what they're finding is that people are not taking 
even even like the average amount of PTO. They're just not taking PTO when they have the unlimited PTO, which is just crazy to me. So um, there's if you look if you do research on PTO or vacation time or holiday time um, in like the European Union, right? That's that would be um, a fairly close, um, you know, type of a a situation to us, like the UK. I mean, it varies the information that you find, but but and on average, what you'll hear are things like twenty like twenty four days on average is what people have. I can, I'm just I'm just floor, so I'm just floored at three weeks. I'm I I can't get over this this three weeks thing. It just it seems like it's so little. We know it's important that people take time off. We know that they are more productive when they take time off, and yet three weeks. And yet the irony is again unlimited time. People don't take it off. I know many people, myself included, who have carried over vacation at the end of the year because we have not had the opportunity to use it, usually because we're in positions where we've got too much to do, overwhelmed, and you know maybe we get a week in here or there, but um, ultimately we just don't have time to use it all because we're, we're overworked. So the whole PTO structure in the States, I think, is just crazy. As an example, so this is where I'm my comparison comes in why I just think three weeks because I know there are probably people out there are going oh my god I would love three weeks I only got two weeks at my last job and I get it I want I want you to know my comparison my comparison is when I started work in um 2000 I started work for utility and honestly I don't remember if I got two weeks or three weeks I think I got three to start off now this is again I'm fresh out of college I think I got three weeks. I was there for 16 years. And when I left, I was like a year away from, from being at six weeks. So after 16 years, it's like every five years you get another week. And I don't even know if the math holds up because of what I'm saying, because I don't remember if I started at two or three and math is hard. But when I left, I, I was I had five weeks, 50, so 16 years, I had five weeks. And I was nowhere near a VP, by the way. This was in 2016 when I left and I was, I would have like a, in another year, I would have gotten like another, um, uh, another week or something like that. So I would have been at like six weeks, um, very, very shortly a year, maybe, maybe two max. But so that's my comparison. My comparison is I'm pretty sure I started in 2000 as a rookie right out of college with three weeks. Now I'm seeing, now I have at least two instances of vice president positions where people were offered three weeks. When I left my utility position and I had five weeks going on six, I started with a consulting firm and I had four weeks and I did try to negotiate for more. I was refused. After five years at that company, I went back to the utility that I had started with for about a year. Again, um, I I had five weeks when I left I would have had six pretty soon. They only offered me four when I came back. I, again, tried to negotiate for an extra week, was refused. Then I went back to the consulting firm. Yes, I'm a flip-flopper. Went back to the consulting firm. This was a little over a year ago in July of 22. And again, I had four weeks from my previous five years. Hadn't had any more um, vacation time added, as far as I could tell. And again, I got four weeks again. And I again, I asked, I tried to negotiate for higher. 
and um, they were pretty firm on that. So I don't know what the deal is here in the states around PTO. And now I'm I'm it, as a as a to to kind of level set and context. I'm in. I have been for 23 years in professional corporate um, position, right? I, so this, I'm not talking about like a manufacturing plant or in the service industry. I don't even know what you're getting there. Well, I guess I do because my husband, um, I don't think he, I think he is getting like th- three weeks and he's got, I don't know, 25, 30 years in in the business. So I guess my, my, my observation is it doesn't matter how long you have been, how much experience you have, how much knowledge you bring or what your position is, you're going to get this initial package because you're new to the company. So I, so I suppose with most companies, most professional corporations, you start off low. And then if you're there for 25 years, like I was at the utility for 16 years, um, but your your longevity outside of a new company doesn't mean jack squat. So just fair warning. And it fe- that in three weeks to me, even as a new as a newbie for a VP, feels really low. I mean, I thought four weeks was low. And then I look at that and I go, three weeks for a vice president position. Whoo, that is um that's almost offensive. It's almost offensive. And I'm sorry, because I know some of you people are like, oh, I only get two weeks and I get it. But you know what? A lot of people like in manufacturing, you get your two weeks, but then you get like Christmas. You get maybe like, like shut down. Like my, hus- my husband's worked at a few places where they shut down at Christmas. So you get that time off anyway. And um, in, in, in corporate world, that doesn't happen. It, it kind of shuts down because people take that time off. They kind of save up their time and take that off. But it, it's still... You know, you either work or or you take your 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 PTO. So, what about you? What about what do you get for your paid time off? How much How much do you get, and how much did you get, did you get when you started your job, and how much did that increase over time, if at all? And so, this is for anybody. This is if you're in the corporate world, the professional corporate world, or you're in manufacturing or the service industry full time. What are you getting for your PTO? And I'm particularly interested to hear from folks who are not in the United States in a traditional salaried job or I guess hourly job if you get your PTO, if you're full-time and you get benefits. What are you making for PTO? How much vacation time do you get? And here's the clincher. This, This could be a whole other episode, but I don't want to do another episode about this, so we'll just do it here. Do you get separate sick time? Because this is another trend that I'm seeing with companies. My corporation that I just um, was dismissed, my position eliminated from, did not have sick time. So if I had a sickness, if I got sick, I had to dip into my paid time off. And my paid time off, as I've already said, I thought was low. So and I'm seeing this a lot more um, in jobs and people just talking it out there in social media that this is another kind of trend is maybe it's not a trend, maybe it's been around, but I, I have always known people, people in my life have always had and talked about separate sick time. I've always had, or I had at least at my first 16 year job, separate sick time. So I didn't have to dip into my, if I got the flu, I didn't have to take my limited um, paid time off my vacation time. So that's, I want to hear that too. So how much PTO do you get? How much paid time off do you get every year in your job? 
And do you have separate sick time? I want to hear from you. Reach out to me. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I, again, I'm just, I'm, you know, it sucks losing your job on many levels, but one of the great silver linings, um, in addition to the stress being completely lifted, because I'm not walking on eggshells anymore, but is that I have the time to do more of these podcasts, which I do love and I want to hear from you. So if you're out there and you're listening um, on your uh, audio streaming platforms, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google, Spotify, please give me a rating um, and a review. If you're on YouTube, please like, subscribe, give me a, a review here and there. Reach out to me and let me know. I am on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Threads. But yeah, reach out. I love to hear from you. I want to know about your PTO and your sick time and um, and we'll go from there. And of course, the most important thing ever always is no matter what kind of sick time you get, even if your sick time is lumped in with your PTO and you have like one week, you're still a fucking badass. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And don't let that be a reflection. Don't let your worth as a badass be reflected upon by your PTO. They are mutually exclusive. You're still a badass. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Take it easy. Hey, everybody. Thank you for stopping by Cafe Grit, where the moxie is fresh, the passion cold brewed, and everything is served with a heaping side of mojo. For more Cafe Grit episodes, please check out bethancampbell.com slash Cafe Grit. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving it a rating or review on YouTube, Buzzsprout, or your favorite streaming platform. I'll be forever grateful, and in return, I'll wish upon you copious amounts of bacon, your favorite hot beverage, and of course, pie. I'd love to connect and hear about your grit experiences as well. Please go to BethAnnCampbell.com for links to all my social media. Cafe Grit is a product of Beth Ann Campbell, LLC, all rights reserved. Thanks again, and remember, you are a badass. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Take it easy. Thank you.